Yes, we are here. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what's problem. So, um, good evening, everyone. I don't know what zones, but but um, so we are here in the south of France. Today we are in a wonderful community in a little town called Mirepoix. And um, it's a mixed community, different devotees, different, uh, different gurus, but they're living peacefully and harmoniously. That's it. Yeah. Ah, yes, so last week, because we were on Naum Sankirtan in another town called Lyon, we weren't able to sing any projects because we were on Harinam. We can't hear very well. Can't hear very well. Oh, bring the, the camera. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't turn it up all the way, of course. Look what happens when you turn it up all the way. Can you hear me now, Prabhu? Yes, that's better. Okay. Yes. okay. So today, the first uh, song we're going to sing is by Thakur Dabdinod, called Emono Durmati. I don't know why. Chapter? No. The computer. The computer. The computer. Thank you. 
songs by these great personalities like Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Narutam Das Thakur, Luchan Das Thakur, and others. Prabhupada said that their songs are as good as the Vedas because they have woven into the songs the wisdom of the Vedas. And by singing these songs, hearing these songs, this will help us in our bhajan, in our chanting of Hare Krishna Mantra. We will learn what kind of mood to chant and so on from this song. So he said, don't overlook that. Many times when I was traveling, and there were many Indian people in the audience, I would say, these are not cinema songs. <laughs> these are not Bollywood songs. These are songs coming from the heart of pure devotees. They're sharing their hearts with us. So in this song, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, a wicked mind brought me into this world, O Lord, but one of your pure and elevated devotees has come to bring me out. So we may not think that we are here because of a wicked mind, but 
we are all here in the material world because of our desire to enjoy separate from Krishna, independent. That is a wicked idea. Because everything belongs to Krishna. Nothing is mine, nothing is yours. And we want to enjoy it independent of Krishna. So he says, a wicked mind. And therefore we are suffering. The reactions to all our wicked activities. So he says, but this is our position, but all is not lost because he's saying to Krishna, one of your pure and elevated devotees, Kono Mahajan. Mahajan means great soul. We, are, we learn from Bhagavatam that there are 12 Mahajans. Swayambhu, Narada, Shambhu, Kumara, Kapila, Manu. Pralada, Janaka, Bhishma, Bali, Bayasakshi. So, but there are more than 12. These are the 12 principal Mahajans. But anyone who follows in the footsteps of a Mahajan, he, can be, he becomes a Mahajan. So, when I first came upon this song, immediately I thought, Yes, Prabhupada is a Mahajan. <laughs> He's come to drag me out, take us out of this world. Um, that is his mission. Prahlad Maharaj in Bhagavatam, he says, my, in one of his prayers, he said, my Lord, I was following the general population. And I was falling into a blind well full of snakes. But your pure devotee, Narayani, he came and rescued me. And more than, more than that, more than just pulling me out, he gave me a process by which I can attain a position of transcendence similar to his own position. And of course, he also became a Mahajan. <laughs> so, when Prabhupada was coming to America and he wrote a nice poem, we sang it last night, Krishna Tavabhunya Adibai, he inserted one verse in the middle of his poem, and it was this exact verse by Prahlad Maharaj, saying that, my Guru Maharaj gave me a process by which I can attain a transcendental position similar to him. So this was the mission. The, the mission of Prabhupada, the mission of the Acharyas, the mission of you know genuine spiritual masses, they're giving they're coming to give us something which by which we can attain transcendence. We are not to remain the same way we were when we first came. So you should see, we want to see how we are making progress, how our material fever is going down. So then he says, he says, 
this Mahajan, this great soul, he saw me so fallen and wretched, and he took pity on me, saying, Oh, humble soul, please listen to the good news that I have for you. It will gladden your heart. So, humility is mentioned here. No, no problem. Humility is mentioned here. In order to get this gift, we must be humble. We must be humble to saintly persons. She must be humble to the Vaishnavas. If we want to make progress, Mahaprabhu says, Trinada Bhishani Chena, Tarora Amani Namana Dina Kipanya Sadahari. And we should be prepared to offer all respects to others and don't expect any for ourselves. Then we can chant Hare Krishna constantly. Kirtaniya Sada Hari. So the good news, the good news that the, the, the devotee is bringing to us is that Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has appeared in the land of Navati. He has appeared there just to deliver us. He has safely conducted many miserable souls like us across the sea of material existence, worldly existence. So he's quite competent to deliver us. This is good news. Although Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came 500 years ago, and we in the West, we didn't know about, hear about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu until Prabhupada, until in the 60s, 70s. And somehow we, we, did, we weren't aware of that. And it was the most significant event in the world that Krishna has descended as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he has come to deliver us. So, then he, Bhaktivinoda you know, Thakur cites a statement from the Vedas that says, to fulfill the promise of the Vedas, the son of a Brahmana bearing the name Mahaprabhu of a golden complexion, he has descended along with his brother, the Avadut Nityananda, and together, they have overwhelmed all of Navati, all of Nadia. And from there, that it was their desire that it go all over the world. Mahaprabhu himself has said, Prithivite Ache Jokto Nagarari Gram, Sarvatra Prachar, Hoibe Mora Nam. My name, the holy name of Krishna, will be chanted and sung and heard of in every town and village of the globe, everywhere. This was their desire. At first they started in Navadri and they overwhelmed all of Navadri. 
especially Nityananda Prabhu. He was, after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took sannyas and made, went to Puri, made his headquarters there, all the devotees would, they were feeling such separation that every year they would come to Puri for the Rati Yatra. Means they used to walk from Bengal to Orissa. Probably took them more than a month to walk there. They'd walk, camp, cook, and, and make their way there slowly. And then they would spend three months or so with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They would enjoy the, participating in the Ratiyatra festival. And then they would start walking back to Navadri. But after some time, after a few years, Mahaprabhu told them, don't come back anymore. And of course, they were, they were mortified. And he told Nitananda Prabhu especially, he says, if you stay here with me, then who will preach in Bengal? If I want you to go back and preach, go door to door, which he did, and he established. So he was, he started the preaching work. Really, in those days there was no, there was no books, anything. Nitananda Prabhu and his associates, they went to every house, door to door, asking people to chant. And especially Nitananda Prabhu would request them to chant the name of Goranga. His orders were to tell them chant Krishna Nam, but he thought if they chant, the name of Goranga, that would be better for them. Aja Goranga, Kaha Goranga, Lao Goranga, Namere. This is Nitananda Prabhu. So, then Bhaktivinoda Thakur tells us, who is this Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? He says, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself, the son of Nanda, Nanda Sutta. And he saved the world by freely distributing his own holy name. Therefore, we should go and receive our deliverance from him, from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Bhaktivinoda concludes saying, Oh Lord, hearing these, this news, this good news, I've come to you weeping and weeping. Kandia, Kandia, sharing the story of my life. So this is very inspiring for all of us that we've somehow other been attracted. We met a devotee. Before I met Prabhupada, I met his devotees, his disciples. And one thing led to another. But when I first met them, I had never heard the name Krishna. I didn't know what it was. But the sound of them chanting in the street was very pleasing to me. And I thought, it's, it's sounding nice. It was different, but it was nice. So I went closer. I didn't even know that they were spiritually minded people. I didn't think of them. When I looked at them, I didn't think they are religious. 
because they look so different. My conception of a religious person was like a priest or a nun. <laughs> but here they were shaved heads, tilak, you know, orange robes. They're completely out of this, this world, they're otherworldly. But when I spoke with them, then I saw, then I began to understand. It, it, that was the beginning. That they're really, uh, they're thinking people. And I, my education began there. And still, I, I accept many times, I began going to the temple and I didn't know what, and at first I didn't know what to expect. They invited me, so I went. And after some time going regularly to the Sunday love feast, <laughs> that's what they used to call it. Then I became acquainted and I liked it. But I always thought, this is nice, but I don't think I could live like them. I thought, I can't live the way they live. It's too austere. To get up early in the morning, shave all my hair off. This was like unacceptable to me. So I continued for months just going to the temple. But then when the Mahaja and Prabhupada came, he spoke, then all my reservations went out the window. I thought, now I have to join, regardless of the conditions. And the conditions were austere compared to today's standards. Right? You visit any temple today, they have beds, the devotees have beds to sleep on. We didn't even have a mat to sleep on. You slept on the ground. They provided you with nothing. It's 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 a, it's a wonder that anybody stayed. But <laughs> what we were getting was so precious that we tolerated everything. And, uh, even though it was things were materially so scarce, it was spiritually very enlightening. Of course, the emphasis was on chanting. So, this is Emono Durmati Sangsara Bitore Next, I wanted to sing this is a nice song by Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. I'll see if you can find it in the songbook. That's a Ujala Ujala Varana. Ujala Varana. Yeah. <laughs> 
We have a few copies, maybe a half a dozen or so. So this was a this is a beautiful song, glorifying Lord Chaitanya. Sarvabhuma Bhattacharya, you may know. He was the actually the first person that Mahaprabhu converted when he went to Jagannath Puri. Sarvabhuma at the time was the greatest logician of all India, which meant he was the greatest logician in the world. He's even mentioned in the Encyclopedia Britannica. But he was he was Mayavad. But Mahaprabhu schooled him, and he became first-class Vaishnava. And he was very highly intelligent. He wrote this song, which is in Sanskrit, glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Once he realized who who Mahaprabhu was. It's a, it's a wonderful pastime. How Sarvabhum, the great Sarvabhum became purified by meeting this young sannyasi, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This was such a big event. This news spread all over India because Sarvabhum was the most learned scholar and highly respected. Even though he was a grihastha, the sannyasis used to come to him to learn Vedanta. That's how much influence he was. And then to hear that he's been converted by a young 24-year-old sannyasi. That was, that was big news. <laughs> when he became converted, he wrote many, many verses glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In fact, he wrote one of the first things he did, he wrote 100 verses glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and describing in these verses what his mission is, where he has come. It's beautiful. When he presented it to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Mahaprabhu read it because it was glorification of him, glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he took it and tore it up. <laughs> he didn't want to be glorified. <laughs> he tore it up. The devotees scrambled the pieces and put it back together. And now we can have those wonderful verses. So here in this, this is a song that he wrote called Ujala Bharata. Oh, Jalabarana, 
Transcendental body is the playground for the continuous expressions of variegated moods and ecstatic symptoms that carry his consciousness to the realm where he is no longer aware of his transcendental body. By only a particle of his mercy, he has delivered the three worlds. I salute the son of Mother Sachi, whose heart is in a state of rapture, transformed by feelings of intense love. In his pastimes of loud roaring before the mischievous and malicious rascals, he removes all fear of the vast ocean of material existence just by the effect of his unlimited compassion. He's wearing, a, he's wearing garments the color of the eastern sky during the dawn. And his lovely cheeks shine with the same radiance. The nails of his hands and feet have the same pleasing effect of the moon shining in the sky. His pleasure diversion consists in discussions and glorification of his own wonderful qualities and names. I offer my obeisances to this son of Mother Sachi. His lotus eyes are always wet with tears. And his ornaments are the new and ever fresh transformations of ecstatic love that decorate his transcendental form. His gait or his walking is slow and majestic. Yet his dancing is a wonderful pastime of enjoyment. I bow down before this son of Mother Sachi. 
The movement of his lovely yet restless lotus feet captivates the mind and his ankle bracelets sweeten that charming scene all the more. His face, which defeats the beauty of the moon, is very cooling and pleasant. I offer my salutations to the son of Manasachi. He wears a cord around his waist and he carries in his hand a water pot and a dunder. His divine appearance is complemented by his shaven head. And the sins of the wicked are annulled by the rod of chastisement that he carries. I salute the son of Malasachi. His ornaments are the dust on his body and his radiant tilak prepared with sandalwood. The beautiful sight of his trembling reddish lips brings delight to the mind and heart. I offer my obeisances to the son of Malasachi. His lotus eyes defeat the color of pink lotuses. His two lotus hands are very long, reaching down almost to his knees. He appears to be a mere adolescent, dressed as he is, ready to dance. I prostrate myself before the son of Mother Sachi. Sri Sachinandana Jai. We have time for one more. So. So, six minutes. Okay. Right? Yeah. Mm. Huh? Yeah. I mean, unless they want to go longer. We should go more, but this six thirty will be one hour. Yeah. Yes, but so we can go on. Okay. Can go I can go longer. Yes. Thank you. So we're going to sing Radha Krishna Bowl. Radha Krishna Bowl, Bowl Race of Bai. I don't remember. She didn't print anything. I know. Ah, yes, actually, we can sing Mama Mana Mandire. This is also by Bhutti Nutakti. Okay, has everyone found it? 
No, la otra parte de So you, if you don't have a cup, you sit next to someone who has it and share. Okay. <laughs> Mama mona mandi Krishna Gaudi Sri Krishna Gaudi Thank you. 
He is praying to Krishna, who is also known as Murari because of his flute play. So he says, Oh Krishna Murari, please come and abide, come and live in the temple of my heart, both day and night. If our heart is pure, it should be, but that is our task to purify our heart. Then the Lord will be pleased to reside in our heart. So he's praying, please come and live here. Just to try to make out the heart, a temple in our heart, that is not an easy job. It's a big job, big task. There can be no material desires, no everything has a, these these things are like dirt and it has to make the heart clean and pure spotless it is it takes some effort a great effort on the part of the sadhaka the devotee so bhakti Vinod is praying like this i want you to come and live in my heart like the temple of my heart People want to open big temples, right, around the world, but they neglect to make a temple in their heart because that is more difficult. <laughs> that takes work. So he says, uh, devotion, love, flower garlands and sandalwood, chandan, Please accept them, O Lord of my heart. In life or in death, I worship you with these offerings. So please come, O son of Nanda, Nanda Kumar, and I will offer your arctic ceremony with the lamplight of my love. <clears throat> it's very poetic and nice. You know, Arctic, we do offer the ghee lamp. He said, I will give the light from the lamp of my love. The waters of the river Jamuna cascade down incessantly from my eyes. He is weeping and weeping due to separation. He says, My eyes are weeping constantly like the river Jamuna in your separation. O lifter of Govardhan Hill, Giridhari. May I pass my life absorbed only in songs of your praise. O Krishna Murari, Sri Krishna Murari. Very sweet little song. <laughs> we can sing something else since we have time. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu 
Noya Kurumuri. That is in all the songs. That is by Narutam Das Thakur.
Chaitanya, please be merciful to me, because who can be more merciful than you? No one can be more merciful than you within the three worlds. This is a, this statement by Narutam Das Thakur has been declared the same thing by other devotees. Rupa Goswami, when he first met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he composed a beautiful prayer. Namo Mahabhadanaya Krishna Prima Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namini Gaura Trishe Namah. He says, you are so merciful. People don't even know who is Krishna or what is Krishna, and you are freely giving them love of Krishna. So no one is more magnanimous and merciful than you. Therefore, I am coming to you. He says, your incarnation, you are known as Patita Pavana. <laughs> 
this means you have you have incarnated just to deliver to reclaim the conditioned souls but i can assure you you will not find a greater fallen person than me therefore my claim is first you should deliver me first this is his eagerness we don't think we are so fallen so we don't pray to the lord to deliver us but Narutam is saying i am the most fallen you can't find anybody more fallen than me and since that is your business to save deliver the fallen soul then save me first and then he prays to lord nitananda so my dear nitananda prabhu you are always joyful in spiritual bliss your very name nityananda is eternally blissful always it says and since you always appear very happy i'm coming to you because i am most unhappy and if you kindly put your glance over me then i may also become happy ritananda prabhu it is said that if you just look at someone they will could develop prayer love of god so therefore narottam is saying just put your glance over me <laughs> and then i'll become i'll be happy and then he prays to advaita advaita prabhu he says my dear advaita prabhu husband of sita you are so kind please be merciful to me if you are kind to me then naturally lord chaitanya and nitananda they will also be kind to me because it was a greater prabhu who brought lord chaitanya and nitananda down he was of course a greater who is a greater child we heard he is mahavishnu seeing the fallen condition of people he thought they are so fallen even in india they are not they are not following the teachings of the vedas they are not practicing they are concerned with worldly things said, seeing this condition he said he worship lord he worship krishna with tulsi leaves and water from sacred water from the sacred ganges and with loud cries he begged krishna please come yourself please come down and who comes chaitanya mahaprabhu this is another evidence that chaitanya mahaprabhu is krishna he came so therefore narottam says you are so kind and merciful so if you are kind to me then naturally lord chaitanya nitananda they will also be kind because they listen to you they came because of you then he says lord chaitanya's love embodiment was shown by gadadhar pandit gadadhar pandit is one of the 
members of the Panchatattva. He said, so Lord Chaitanya, he embodied the love of Lord Chaitanya. And Srivas Pandit, Srivas Thakur, and Haridas Thakur, they were oceans of mercy. Haridas Thakur was named as the Namacharya by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, although he was born in a Muslim family. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was going against the system with the con conventional way of thinking. Hindu society, they wouldn't allow a Muslim into the temple, especially the Jagannath temple even today. Foreigners, non-Hindus are not allowed inside the temple. But Haridas Thakur, he didn't protest. He was humbly chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, practically 22 hours in a day chanting. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Haribo, we can't hear. Revati, Haribo. Okay, I guess we have to finish here. It seems like they, they lost the battery or something. Let's wait a few seconds and see if they come back. <laughs> <laughs> 